welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nicholl. And today on the show, we're talking about the Residential Tenancies Act. Now, there has been a, a, a new policy that's come out that has doubled the amount of rent arrears support that the government offers to tenants. Now, Andrew and I didn't actually even know that this existed before we saw this press release come out from the New Zealand government. So let's talk about what it actually means and why landlords can actually have some confidence. Now, we know that this has come out, especially in the COVID era, where there has been a need or demand for some rent relief from landlords. So under the previous system, tenants would be able to apply for up to $2,000 a year in order to be able to pay rent arrears. Now, this is through work and income. The government has just come out and said that they are going to extend this to $4,000 a year. And the way they worked out that extra $2,000 was that we were under lockdown for about seven weeks and the average rent's about just over $500, so that equals two grand. And so what that means is that any landlord that's had to give rent relief to their tenants and has been counting that as a liability that needs to be paid back from the tenant to the landlord, you can actually say, well, why not go to work and income and and apply for that extra uh, money to cover rent arrears? Because although the tenant would actually need to pay this money back to the government, it transfers the cash flow problem from the landlord over to the government in this case. And I think this is this is really interesting that the government has come out for this because I think it it probably is going to solve a very, very real problem for, for landlords and and tenants. But in in what I would imagine to be a very cost effective way. I don't imagine that that we're going to open the floodgates and lots of tenants are going to uh, suddenly take this up, but it is going to to solve some of that very real cash flow problem that we have here. Andrew, what's speaking to you at this story? So so I think um, one of the things that was most interesting when Ed and I were talking about this offline was just the fact that they kind of, they've set some criteria, but it's pretty broad. Uh, they haven't got, you know, exact numbers on anything. So it is somewhat of a case by case scenario. And I guess part of it will depend on how many people do apply for this as to how much money they're willing to commit to doing this. Um, so so you do have to supply your personal financial information uh, and they will assess whether or not you've got the money to pay the rent yourself. So uh, uh, we spoke uh, last week, I think it was about one of one of the tenants that has been in arrears with us and, and how we've been managing that. And the interesting thing was uh, in that scenario is that there, there was, there was uh, the money in his bank account to pay his rent, he just chose not to. Um, so I guess if, if you've got the rent in your account and you're choosing not to pay it because you're just a bit concerned about the market, you're probably not going to get this grant. But if you really are in a situation where you where you need uh, some relief right now, uh, it's great that these things are in place. And 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 this is kind of one of those uh, things that does set this apart from the previous recession. There are so many uh, factors that, uh, such as banks and, and government assistance, that means that you can probably get through the weather the storm in this case. And so that, that's uh, that's a real positive for, uh, and what will hold us uh, in much better stead than the last recession. And if you're a landlord who who has a tenant that you've been giving rent relief to, you're probably perking up, um, realising that actually you might be able to get paid out and transfer that liability over to your tenant uh, in terms of having to pay that back to the government. And so you're probably thinking, well, what's the criteria? Well, Tenants are able to get this if they, A, obviously need to pay overdue uh, rent to their landlord and are at risk of losing their tenant, uh, tenancy because of unpaid rent. Now, 
if you haven't been paying your rent, then most people are going to be in breach of their, their tenancy agreement and so will be at risk. Um, but they also have to be on the tenancy agreement. So this wouldn't work for somebody who uh, is in a flatting situation, isn't on the tenancy agreement and just hasn't happened to pay their rent. You've got to have that agreement directly with the landlord and importantly are likely to keep and stay in that specific house if they do actually clear that overdue rent. So if they're planning to move out anyway, then then they'll sort of apply. They also need to be either a permanent resident or a New Zealand citizen, and they are going to look at, at income and the assets you have. But as Andrew said, they actually haven't put an income limit on this. They, they haven't put an asset limit on this, but they just need to have a conversation with work and income in order to be able to, to, to get that through. And of course, they would naturally have to pay this back to the government at 10 or $20 a week. But the key thing here as, as a private landlord is that you're able to transfer the responsibility for this liability over to the government as opposed to holding that them yourself. So that if the tenant stops paying that extra $10 or $20 a week, you've already been paid out. That's not your problem anymore. That's the government's problem. And so this is a, a really interesting option that, that we've found by digging through government press releases um, so that you can actually offer this to your tenants and say, well, hey, if you are struggling with rent, instead of just providing some direct rent relief in terms of decreasing your rent, then you're able to say, well, let's carry on that additional rent that you can't pay right now as a liability. And then in this case, transfer it over to the government. Now, you may need to, to, to make it clear that they would be at risk of losing their tenancy unless uh, that unpaid rent is actually paid. Um, but those are, those are some of the specifics around it. But it is really interesting and very beneficial for landlords, uh, particularly if you have a property that is more likely to need rent relief because you have that sort of tenant. Yes, and by the looks of it, so it says here whether the tenancy tribunal has given you an order that says you must leave um, or that if you pay the rent arrears you must stay. And so that makes me wonder whether or not you have to go through the tenancy tribunal first, which is interesting because right now you can't file that uh, 21 day notice to remedy the rent until I think it's the end of this month. Uh, so so as of July, you ha you can, if you're a landlord who's got a tenant in arrears, uh, that's the first day that you can actually, uh, you, you can serve that order. And then of course the tenancy Tribunal is probably going to have quite a few of these that they're working through, so it could take a wee while to actually get caught up on this. The money isn't going to hit your account straight away. Yes, well, that's the interesting thing because, of course, this all started with the government putting in an amendment to the the RTA, the Residential Tenancies Act, which meant that you couldn't evict your tenant uh, uh, during this time. Now, they've come out and said that they are not going to extend this. They're not going to extend that date and extend those emergency provisions, which is why they're putting this in place. So tenants are still going to be able to stay in their homes for some time, uh, for an amount of time, if they are in arrears. So, I mean, that is going to be quite interesting for uh, for landlords because, of course, those Emergency Residential Tenancy Act provisions uh, were scheduled and are scheduled to end on the 26th of June, so about four days away at the time of recording, and those will not be renewed. And so we will get into this period where if somebody is well behind on their uh, on their rent and are in arrears, they are at risk of being evicted. And one uh, other interesting thing that I was thinking about when we were talking about this is that uh, uh, this was a surprise to me. I, I didn't really know about that uh, that uh, uh, $2,000 that you could apply for and now $4,000. And and I am somewhat of a property investment expert. And so it's interesting, if I was self-managing and my tenants were in arrears, I might not have known about this. And so that's another reason why using a professional property manager to manage your property 
helps you uh, know what kind of uh, uh, um, provisions are available or benefits are available in the instance where tenants get themselves in, in, in arrears or in trouble and need some financial assistance. And one last thing that I do want to just mention, and this is a bit of a technicality, but I know that we've got a lot of nerds listening to this show like myself who want to know their technicalities. And uh, the government has said that, look, the Residential Tenancies Act does allow people to agree that the tenant can temporarily pay a lower rent. So during COVID, uh, as we've seen some people, some landlords do in Queenstown say, okay, we're going to temporarily cut the rent for a, a little bit for a specific time, and then we're going to increase it back. Now, even under that that six-month rent freeze that we had, that would not be counted as an increase in rent. So you can provide some uh, rent relief to your tenants and then increase it back to what it was without contravening that kind of six-month rent freeze that we saw the government implement as part of those COVID-19 Residential Tenancies Act emergency measures. Well, let's wrap it up there, but please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey, if you want to learn more about property with Andrew and I, why not come along to our next weekly webinar? That's happening on the 30th of June, Tuesday, the 30th of June at 7 p.m. There will be a recording as well. And we're going to lay out, honestly, the reasons for ongoing house price inflation and those against it, those those that, that suggest that maybe that won't happen. And we're going to have a really- The live, great debate. The, the lively uh, debate between Andrew and ourselves. And uh, we are digging into, into some really interesting data uh, to, to show both sides uh, and to talk about it openly and plainly. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. I'm Andrew Nichols. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.